Welcome to Sonder Podcast, a space where Annika, Kirsten, Zach, and Mackenzie explore life and faith in young adulthood. We invite you to join us as we discuss the nuanced hills and valleys of life together. On today's episode, we are going to unpack Passion Conference 2024. As we share stories and highlights about how God moved while we were there, we hope that you'll be moved just the same. Let's get in. McClellan. Cool. <laughs> he was new to passion. Uh, first time speaking. And yeah, you could tell he was a little nervous, but he, he got to the point. It was he good. Did. He got there. Mm-hmm. He yeah. got there. Yeah. And it, he went, he like hit it home. He did. I think. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. His main yeah. kind of illustration was that when he was a kid, he really liked this girl and he wanted to get her was it Janet? Ring. I think it was like Janet or something. Yeah. And so he went to the mall and he went into the one of those like quarter machines and got a plastic ring in a little container. And he said he worked up the courage and he like put it on her desk really fast as he walked by to go to the bathroom. And they said he blacked out for like a while. He's like, I don't remember what happened. But then at recess, he was approached by the girl's friend who said, Did you give her this ring? And he was like, Yeah. And she said, Well, she doesn't like you. And he said, of course she doesn't like me because I gave her a plastic ring and she deserves a real ring. And so he kind of tied this in to saying, we often take plastic rings from the devil and we settle, but we should be going for the real thing, which is Jesus. And we shouldn't be settling or compromising. Yeah. Yeah. He, he was, um, selling saying that the devil often tells us like come here come here let's let's make a deal let's make a bargain and what we have to say is no deal no deal no deal no deal and like how the devil always wants us to play it safe and like take the easy way like don't don't be trying too hard like the way to jesus it's the road is too narrow not enough people walk down that. Like, come here. Like, I know a shortcut. And yeah, shortcuts was a big yeah. thing. Like, when you're facing hardships, yeah. like, oh, just, you know, you don't, you can just take this way. Yeah. It's easier. Uh-huh. But it's like, no deal. Yeah, mm-hmm. no deal. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's scary how, like, the devil appears as if he's a friend trying to help you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But in reality... Like he's only helping himself. Like yeah. he's only right. trying to gain yeah. more power. Yeah. Kirsten and I just were, <laughs> yeah. I was we're, just pulling it yeah, up. Yeah, <laughs> we're going through like we're doing like the Bible projects, like yeah. Bible in a year thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so we were reading Genesis one and Genesis one, two, one, and, three. two and three. It's in I it's think in Genesis three. Three, yeah. But uh it's talking about how Satan is talking to Eve and saying like, hey, God told you that this fruit, like if you eat it and if you touch it, you'll die. And it's so interesting because I underline that he says, even if you touch it, you'll die. But God never said, if you touch it, you'll die. Mm -hmm. And it's just like literally from the very beginning, he's lying. Like he's twisting God's word 
which is his whole thing is just twisting God's word. And Mm -hmm. it's like the very thing he says to Eve, he's twisting God's word. He's, he's lying. He's saying something that isn't true, something that God didn't say. He's putting something that God did say in there Mm -hmm. to throw you off. And he does the same thing later with Mm -hmm. Jesus in the desert. He quotes scripture at him out of context. Mm -hmm. And like he loves to use God's word against Against. his people. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And speaking of Jesus being tempted in the desert, um, I remember he said this verse in Matthew 4. It's Matthew 4, 9. And it's just where like the devil says, all this I will give to you if you bow down and worship me. And one of Earl's points was just, what is the all of this that you would love to have? And like, what desire is bursting at the seams and like yeah. outweighing your desire for God? Um, so just like knowing those things, I feel like is mm-hmm. good just to see where like you could be targeted almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. everyone has weak, yeah. weak spots. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I find it so interesting how the devil uses the word if, like mm-hmm. in yeah. the very beginning, if you touch yeah. it, yeah. you'll die. If you bow down and worship me, like he's trying to make a deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He and we so often get caught up in ifs. Like yeah. what if? Yeah. 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 What if? Yeah. And like, even in that statement in Matthew four, like all this, I will give you if you would bow down and worship me. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. the devil has nothing to give us. Like <laughs> he has nothing yeah. to offer us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. False promises. I yeah. Know. It's so funny when you think he's literally offering Jesus. What's already what's his. What's already his. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And Earl was like hitting that. So it's like, dude, that's already mine. Yeah. What yeah. you doing? Why are you but, offering yeah. But Jesus <laughs> wasn't, he's like, he was, he was no fool. Yeah. No, no, no fool. <laughs> so yeah. it's just, it's funny how like, Almost humor like fights off the devil. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, that's but true. You just yeah. have to be aware of the lies that he's telling yeah. you. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's but it's yeah, and he like touched like it's hard to see because the biggest mission of the devil is to convince us of that something else is the truth when it's not, and to yeah. to draw us away from Jesus. Mm-hmm. And it's hard because the reality is is we are sinners and that temptation is very real and and it's easier it's easier it's so much easier yeah and i think i don't remember if he said it but someone said it that like the devil wants to like distract us Mm -hmm. from being present Mm -hmm. with jesus yeah like it's not necessarily to lead us in a different direction it's to like keep us looking away from the direction we're headed yeah yeah and even before we started this like we were talking about how even distractions in church. Mm-hmm. Like when, yeah, when yeah. Levi Lesko jumped in the pile of trash and then there was like a piece of styrofoam <laughs> stuck to his hair. Like, it's funny, but... Yeah. <laughs> it was like at the, the pinnacle of yeah, his message. message. Yeah. Like yeah. the whole thing. That you was, really yeah. needed to yeah. like remove all distractions and then yeah. there, there in is. his hair was a distraction. Was huge piece of styrofoam. <laughs> yeah. And he didn't know it. Yeah. No. But like... I just can't help but think that that is the devil trying to distract us from what's really important. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And like just being aware of how he is so crafty. Yeah. We, I think we often underestimate the devil Mm -hmm. and what he's capable of. Yeah. Yeah. And like, we'll touch on it in later messages, but like just all of the distractions that are present today, like we so often like scroll on social media or like watch TV and like, 
like later on, Christine Kane, little teaser, just talks about like, we could be paying attention to all the things that God is doing. And he's like, do you not perceive what I'm doing? But mm -hmm. like, we're like too concerned with what everyone around us is doing and like what entertainment we have to like stop and ponder and sit in what God is doing and actually look for it. Mm -hmm. So yeah. like, yeah. Yeah. Tune out the distractions. And that's a choice and it's hard. Yeah. Mm -hmm. but and the strength to say no deal. Mm. Yep. Yeah. No, no deal. deal. No deal. And I think it gets hard. Like the bargain thing also ties into like the waiting thing. I think mm -hmm. we talked about waiting. I don't know if it was in this episode or a, a previous one, but like he wants us to compromise because it takes time and yeah. like waiting for God's timing or like waiting for God to work in it. Like it's going to be so much more beautiful and it's going to be real it won't be a plastic ring, you know, like if you yeah, don't like yeah. accept it in the moment. I wrote down sheep don't choose their shepherd. The shepherd seeks and finds their sheep. Yeah, that mm. was, that mm -hmm. was really yeah. nice. And like just that idea of like sheep are just like mindless animals. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. they don't have, they don't have <laughs> <No>. good memory. <laughs> They're just like helpless little lambs. Yeah. But like Jesus is our shepherd and he yeah. will guide us and he will protect us. But like if if you think about a sheep and their like pat, like walking pattern, like there is no straight line. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so like they often like walk off the path and around and whatever. Yeah. But like with the shepherd guiding it, like the sheep will stay close to the shepherd yeah. and will follow closely behind it. And so I just, my prayer is that we're all like the sheep that stay close to the shepherd. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yep. And even if we wander, like Jesus is going to hunt us down <laughs> and find us again. <laughs> That's like, what's good about having community too. Yeah. To pull you back and yes. challenge you. And yeah. Yeah. So good. We can be all little sheep together. Yeah. <laughs> Our little herd. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Community. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh. All right. Yeah. Um, and... To finish off that night, we had Louis Giglio to just kind of send it all home oh, for yeah. that night. Mm -hmm. um, when I walked into the room, there was a giant cross. Yeah. It's like 80 feet Humongous. tall. Humongous. Yeah. Yeah. And we thought, how did that get there? Yeah. <laughs> no, we, we like walked out. I heard some people, <sighs> like I overheard some people saying that like the top half was like inflatable. What? What? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Would have so never it was guessed. Like, just filled with air. It's like an inflatable. It looks like at least real. the top. Was, it, I don't was know. the bottom real marble? Because not it, real marble. I doubt it. Looks it looks real. Everyone was like, it must have been through the roof. And I was yeah. like, that <laughs> would require like, like a, a helicopter. helicopter. Yeah. 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 And we yeah. all would have heard that. Yeah. True. And all this to paint the picture that the cross was very tall. Yeah. It was humongous. Very tall. Yeah. Huge. Yeah. It was but really like, cool. Just made the message all that more profound and put it all in perspective. Yeah. And I found that Louis Giglio loves to put things in <laughs> he perspective. He loves perspective. Mm -hmm. That's like his whole thing. Like, yes. Yeah. I appreciate it. That. And yeah. it's really, it's helpful to it just is. know, like, I love that he does really, like, big things mm -hmm. so that you can, like, see it and, and comprehend mm -hmm. it, like, it very clearly. And yeah. it's like, he's talking about, this is jumping ahead a little bit, but like, talking about the shadow of the cross, like yeah. covering things and like having an 80 foot cross in that room. Casting a, a physical, like a physical shadow. A physical like, shadow. Yeah. Like it, it's just cool. Like he's yeah. able to tie all these things in really well. Yeah. Like right. 
Yeah. Yeah. And he like said, when you get the gospel, that's when your perspectives change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So to like think about that and then see the cross, like you said. Yeah. So mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. yeah. One of the other like demonstrations he did is he had two pieces of tape put on the stage and the the pieces of tape were representative of the distance that um Carl Lewis Carl Lewis um was able to jump just like by himself just like, like standing he was feet. like yeah. an olympic like an olympian long jumper yes. yeah <laughs> yeah and it was 28 feet 29 29 feet oh. and 1 inch and 1 inch <laughs> that's and a lot. he he like started asking everybody that was there like can you you think you could jump this from here to there like how many how many you really believe that you could jump this yeah. right now and like no some people like murmured a little bit but like we <laughs> yeah. Yeah, maybe if i stretch a little bit nobody, <laughs> nobody there could could jump it yeah um and then he talked about okay what if i said let's change that end line so from here to what is he cincinnati cleveland cleveland Cleveland. he's like how many of you could jump from here to cleveland then there was a very obvious silence like (laughs) no no duh yeah and basically when we think of like ourselves and sin and how like we can get past sin like that's why we have jesus mm-hmm. yeah like, we can't like, make that jump no yeah not we, by ourselves yeah. yeah well even like at our our own church like we have a little god's good news booklet and it's like this picture of just of a man on one side and then the cross on the other and then just like this valley this like canyon chasm a chasm yeah and the way that yeah the bridge to get across is Jesus. And that's like, that's pretty much just like salvation in summary mm-hmm. is like, if you want to get to that other side, if you want to have eternal life, if you want to be redeemed, Jesus is that bridge. Yeah. And I think, yeah, I think it's hard. Like you like Louis is, was able to just put it, put it rep, just represent it to us in a way that like, it was so drastic, like jumping mm-hmm. from here to there, 28 feet, and then here to Cleveland. It's like, what? Like, obviously no. And he's like, okay, if you think you obviously cannot do that without something, why are we not thinking about that when it comes to our salvation? Yeah. Like, yeah. we can't do it alone. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. how, like, we are spiritually dead. And so, like, a yeah, dead that- person cannot make that jump. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was one of the most powerful things about his sermon for me was just like his emphasis on like, guys, we're dead. Mm -hmm. Like we are literally dead. Yeah. Like there is nothing else. Mm -hmm. Nothing else matters except this, except Mm -hmm. the word and Jesus. Like we're the only reason that we're alive is because of what he did on that cross mm-hmm. and what the shadow of the cross like covers. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He said that sin doesn't make you a bad person. It makes you a spiritually dead person. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Which is such an interesting distinction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's one I think we forget to consider good and dead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Sin doesn't mean bad. It just means yeah. dead. I think all of that just ties back to like 
living as citizens of heaven yeah mm -hmm. while on earth and not yeah. having that perspective and like having the thoughts kind of like i think it was ben stewart said like like having the thoughts but also like practically living that out mm -hmm. yeah not yeah. just like thinking about it and being like oh that's like real because i thought about it louis mentioned like ephesians 2 1 through 3 emphasizing like objects of wrath and how like we deserve wrath yet we received grace mm. yeah. yeah and then went back to ephesians but in chapter and still in chapter two but just a few verses later and just emphasized because of his great love mm-hmm so because of his great love, we have grace instead of wrath mm -hmm. Yeah, when we deserve wrath. Yeah. It makes me think of that one song, Here Again, where it's like, I'm not enough <laughs> unless you come. Will you meet me here again? And just like that reminder that like, yeah, I'm not enough. Yeah. None of us are. Yeah. And like, we, we can't do it without mm -hmm. him. And then he... uh he pulled up the the graph yeah, of the, the cross, uh, reference. cross references, mm -hmm. which yeah. is one of the coolest yeah. so images cool. ever. <laughs> yeah. Like, Go look it up if you haven't yeah, seen it. Just look yeah. up cross reference mm -hmm. in, the the in the Bible. Yeah. And it's yeah. it's this huge, like it looks like a rainbow. Mm -hmm. It's like um basically it just breaks down all of the cross references in the Bible. So anytime something was mentioned in like the old Testament and how it connects to stuff that happens later in the Bible mm -hmm. and prophecies being fulfilled. That was the other thing. Um, in the very beginning, Louis talked about this too. Um, but Sadie brought it up first about how there's like 60 over 63,000 cross references in the Bible. Yeah. There's, over 40 authors, over like 1,500 years. Multiple continents. Multiple, mm -hmm. like, are those numbers right? Annika, did you write it down? That I did. <laughs> it's okay. We, <laughs> and it's, then it's, we trust um, you. What was the other number? The prophecies fulfilled. Mm -hmm. It's like 600 oh, or something. No, yeah. Oh, you got okay. it. Okay, yeah. Let's fact check me. 63,779 <laughs> cross-references. Yeah. With 40 authors, but one true author. Right. Mm -hmm. And 1,500 years. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. a lot. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's like when when they brought up that cross-reference chart, I just like thought to myself, like, I don't doubt the Bible, but no, I really don't doubt that the Bible <laughs> is true. Like, this yeah. is so yeah, much like evidence that like... Undeniable yeah. proof. Like, yeah. it's... It's breathtaking, really. Mm -hmm, like yeah. when you think about it. Yeah. I think it was 400 prophecies fulfilled. Maybe. I didn't write that yeah. down. Yeah. It's somewhere around there. Mm -hmm. But it just, yeah. I mean, even just thinking about that, like. Even if it was like three. I know. Still <laughs> three is like a record. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> but like hundreds of, of prophecies fulfilled. Fulfilled. Like mm -hmm. hundreds of years before. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Saying our, that. Our God is a promise keeper. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Saying no bones will be broken and like yeah yeah uh, his side will be pierced mm -hmm. and like these things that are like so specific like what yeah. like the or authors even, these prophets are just like writing these things down mm -hmm. it's like what does this mm -hmm. even mean and just yeah. trusting yeah. yeah and just fully trusting that's the amazing mm -hmm. thing is that yeah. they were just like yes this, this will word happen. is God this, breathed yes mm -hmm. and it will last yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's cool too. Like even things like how, like God promised that Jesus would come from the line of Abraham. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then like the people that were in Abraham's line all had a, a part in the, the God story and how like, it wasn't just Jesus that was going to like do stuff, but yeah. like those genealogies the family was matter working. guys. Yeah. Yes. And even <laughs> read the genealogy. All the long names that are hard to pronounce. They matter. Yeah. And like, even too, like how the disciples, when they died, like no, none of them other, they, they all died like a martyr's death yeah. in one way or another, but none of them, were also crucified in the same exact way that Jesus yes, was. Yeah. And how like that is such a unique story for Jesus mm-hmm. to have lived out or I guess ended it out. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause yeah, it's just God is so intentional. And it's cool to think that like that God who is so intentional then mm-hmm. is still so intentional now. Yeah. And like yeah. Louis talked about, I think we said it before, but like we'll have so many cross references in our own lives and like our yeah. own stories. Yeah. And that's just really cool to think about. And like, yeah, it's just yeah. really cool to think about. Like with all these cross references, like God had a plan the entire time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so like, why should we worry yeah. about mm-hmm. what's next? Like, yeah. especially in this season of young adulthood, yeah. Where there are so many unknowns, like mm-hmm. growing up, you always knew the next step. And now you're thrown into like, do I have my full-time job? Do I look for grad school? Do I look for a new relationship? Should I like make new friends? Like there's so much that you don't know. Yeah. And like God's got it. Yeah. God's got it all under control. Yeah. And, and something that I think we forget a lot of times or maybe it's hard for us to wrap our heads around, but God exists outside of time. Mm -hmm. Like he is the beginning and the end. Mm -hmm. And he, like the story's written. Mm -hmm. It's over. Like he, he knows our ending. Mm -hmm. He knows everything in between also. So it's like our story's written and we're taken care of. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, like at the end of Louis's message, he talked about how like they didn't even start passion until like, yeah. how old were they? Louis was 37 30. when he right. started, I think when he started passion conference right. and then he was in his forties or I think his later fifties maybe when he started. I think he said it was like 51. Right. When something. he started mm-hmm. passion city church. church. Right. So like he even told us like, you need to like learn and grow and soak it all in yeah. now because you don't know like what God's going to call you to later in life. And like, it might be that like right now you just need to continue showing up and like learning and growing and yeah. being like mm-hmm. the love of God to people where you're at. Yeah. And he sells a plan for you now. Right. And he has a plan for you now, but like he but, has something really cool for you later too. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Or you may have found what it is that he has for you now. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It just, it, it yeah, depends, you but, but yeah. you have to find it. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. he's yeah. not going to tell you yeah. what his plan is, yeah, right. you have but to, he's going to guide you yeah. to it. And you have to be intentional about seeking him. Yes. Because right. you're not going to get there if you're ignoring him Yeah, and you're walking or bursting through doors that he closed on you. Yeah. Like right. you got to walk through those <laughs> open doors. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> 
So Annika, look at me. Um, yeah, it also makes me think about that scripture that's like, um, like, oh, what is it? Like, you'll like light my path mm. in oh. Psalms. Yeah, you are a light a lamp my to path. my feet, a light to my path. That's yeah. what it is. I don't know why I forgot that. Um, but it just talks about like, like if you look at like the lamp that like they used in that context, like it's a small little lamp and you could yeah. only see your next step. Mm-hmm. Like one little flame. Mm-hmm. One yeah. little flame. And so like he gives us our very next step, but he's not going to show us what's 20 years down the line. No. Mm-hmm. So we just don't need to know. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. No. Yeah. The, the pressure's off. Yeah. yeah. Like, imagine how much worry you go through if you knew what everything <laughs> what was that was going to happen in your yeah. life like you Ugh. couldn't exist like in the present or like think about anything else we yeah. think it's so bad we're not off. knowing yeah yeah, <laughs> we're off. But, yeah. 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 Like, <laughs> we, we don't know what we don't know yeah and i i just love that he he basically summed up his message with just saying like not i but christ yeah, yeah. exactly like again we're yeah. dead mm-hmm. and it's christ mm-hmm. who lives in us yeah, you and really love how, that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's like you it's hear like that the all the time. Yeah, not yeah. I, but Christ. But it like yeah, it's fun when like words that you've heard before yeah. have like a new meaning. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which I, I was feel- thinking about that. Yeah, yeah. and like not boasting. Yeah, mm-hmm. in but, anything. Yeah, but boasting about the cross. Yeah, right? that line in uh, what's that song? But I will boast in Jesus Christ. It that always makes me cry. Yeah. So when he said that, it like took me back to that song. Cause like if you have anything to give to this world, let it be Jesus. Like yeah. mm-hmm. and like, yeah. Right. Like if you want to talk about something mm-hmm. and brag or about brag, like yeah. be like, oh, have you heard about this guy? It's pretty cool. He like saved us and like yeah. performed <laughs> miracles yeah. and like yeah. and like he's coming again. He's coming yeah. again. Like oh, don't miss it. Have you heard? Oh, yeah. Amazing. How cool. Yeah. Well, our next speaker was Christine Kane. And I think that Annika should take this one away because well, <laughs> she loved it. <laughs> yeah. We okay. all loved it, but mm-hmm. she yeah. really loved it. Let me just preface this a little bit. So I went into passion, not really knowing what I was going to get out of it. And so I was just praying that like God would just reveal to me whatever he needed to reveal to me and that I would be willing to listen. And don't get me wrong, like every speaker, every moment leading up to Christine Kane was incredible, but not like nothing really felt like it was like written for my heart until Christine Kane. But we didn't even get to hear Christine <laughs> Kane in person. No. We had to leave early so that we wouldn't get caught in traffic. Um, and we didn't get caught in traffic. We didn't. That's good. But like, I am actually so glad that I didn't get to hear her in person because this was the last session of Passion. And like, you're so tired. Like, you've had no sleep. You, you have no water. <laughs> yeah, you barely eat <laughs> No food. No food. <laughs> it's literally like a fasting experience. Yeah, honestly, yeah. It, it, it is. Like, yeah. Shout out to that hour line at Chick-fil-A. <laughs> yeah. uh, you yeah. guys saved us. I know. Yeah. You guys got really Chick-fil-A did. for us. But at like, least they gave us the lunch that day. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The one meal. But like that time that we got just to take a deep breath away from all the crowds and just be in the car 
have some water, yeah. have a snack, just sit in a comfy chair, like yeah. allowed me to rest just enough to be more open to hear her words. And like, I'm just so grateful because she talked so like, she just said so many cool things. Um, but she like started off by saying like, to whom much is given, much is required. And she opened with like, God is doing a new thing. And he's not interested in like putting old things in new or like mixing the two, but like just creating something new. He is not the God of next. He is the God of new. And how cool is that? Yeah. To think yeah. That, that was yeah. so me and Kirsten may have fallen asleep in the car <laughs> during this time. Yeah. Speaking of uh, being exhausted and stuff, but mm -hmm. um, that was like one of the one things that I heard was mm -hmm. God's not looking for like the next Louis Giglio, the next Sadie Robertson. Like, yeah, he wants to do something new yeah. with you. Like mm -hmm. you shouldn't be striving for what's next just like rest in the fact that like he's doing something completely new. Yeah. And I think that's hard for us to understand mm -hmm. because we're in a culture of like, oh, I'm going to be the next this. I'm going to be the next that. Like mm -hmm. this is the next big thing. Mm -hmm. But like God is constantly doing new things that he's, yeah. he's not done. So mm -hmm. yeah, that was the one thing that I heard was very, uh, <laughs> very insightful, very insightful and very cool. Yeah. Yeah. I think, that was really cool. And she also talked about all of this being in like the context of Isaiah 43. She talked mm -hmm. about like God is going to do a new thing. And also he wants to take us through things. And we so often want to be delivered from things. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the time we like give up because we're like, oh, like God didn't deliver us from it. So he's not here with us in it. And that's just not true. Like he just so often wants to walk us through things. Yeah. And he wants to like hold our hand like and just walk us through like right. lead us through yeah. he doesn't give us through. a plan but he does give us his hand yeah in it which yeah. is really cool yeah that's cool christine kane also mentioned like that in the going through of something like it's going to be a journey like through is going to take time and to not think that you're going to rush into the next thing because like hmm. that's just not going to yeah. happen like yeah. new takes time then whatever is coming, it takes time. And she used the analogy of like wine. And I can get carried away with this. Because <laughs> <laughs> there are just so many different meanings with it. But and she did use it for several different examples. Analogies. Examples. Yeah. Analogies. Yeah. But like one of them was how new wine when like it's freshly made and squeezed on the grapes <laughs> like it's gonna be sour and bitter at first taste like it's not gonna taste like good wine like the finest wine is the wine that takes years to ferment mm -hmm. and stay in the bottle and it's the old wines that hold the most value but it's not because of the container it's because of the contents mm. Mm -hmm. that's it's really good, good. <laughs> it is yeah well that like this in hearing you guys like 
talk about this because yeah i was sleeping during this <laughs> <laughs> but in hearing your guys's um just thoughts about it all it makes me think even how like in our trip to passion we have like we our group we were like super on fire for the lord in this week and we're super like motivated like let's like get this going like let's bring this same passion to our own young adult sphere um back home um and the leader of our group david he kind of even addressed this um in a text to us saying how like yeah it's good to be excited because like something is coming like mm -hmm. the lord is working and it's good to be excited but it's not gonna be the same thing that like passion was yeah. right away and maybe one day like we could have like a worship night that like is something yeah, like speaks like, to us in the same way to us in the yeah. same way or you know it could be anything like it's new we don't know um but yeah it's gonna take time and i think it's hard when you go to something so like of such like such magnitude with yeah. like mm -hmm. like 55,000 people right. like worshiping the lord and it's like this very like intense yeah. like deep experience because the whole purpose mm -hmm. is is to that is that to, is yeah. to invite the holy spirit in and and Start literally just yeah like right. three days of again one full day <laughs> but, yeah yeah <laughs> of three just straight up like inviting god in mm -hmm. and just yeah. fully like giving the first week of your year mm -hmm. to just complete right. devotion mm -hmm. to him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And like, she also said that like, it's good to be inspired by all that God has done, mm. that he is going to do anything. And we yeah. do have to continually be devoted to him. And like Sadie said, like be in the word, like all of these speakers yeah. got yeah. their message yeah. from the Bible and yeah. we have access to that same Bible. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I like, just, I, I love how, biblically right. based yeah. everyone was and just it I'm was like, so nice i was thinking like i was like oh they like they really like planned this out like they like all their messages like connect so well i'm like yeah they did plan it but it's also because like again <laughs> it's, from it's from the, the bible, bible. Yeah. the bible yeah. just like yeah. makes sense when you yeah, put it, it all does. together it's all in there <laughs> yeah. they're just taking yeah. it out <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 it's mm -hmm. just it's so cool and it a lot of the christine's message reminded me of Esther, um, mm. when, um, oh, what was his name? Malachi. Yeah. And he just told like her. pictured veggie tails. I did too. <laughs> <laughs> I was like the little guy. <laughs> the little pea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With the mustache. Yeah, yeah. But when he encourages Esther and says, you were born for such a time as this. Mm. That's such a, yeah, yeah. That's such a powerful verse. Like, this time, mm -hmm. right now, in this generation, like, we went to passion for a reason. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We are bringing those things back with us for mm -hmm. a reason. But, like, all of it is for something new. Like, yeah, something is happening. Yeah. Right. And it's going to be so cool when we finally figure out what it is. But once <laughs> yeah. we figure out what it is, yeah. God is already moving on to the, the, the new thing. Yeah. yeah. The next new thing. <laughs> yeah. And that's yeah. the old wine that we yeah. have and yeah. the new wine that he's creating. Yeah. yeah. And like Christine even opened her message with, you were born in this moment for this specific like yeah. time yeah. for yeah. something. Which is 
it's so cool because Sadie also mentioned that in her yeah. opening. Like yeah. your generation is here. Like right. mm -hmm. don't let this be lost on your generation. Like right. you're here yeah. for such a time as this. Yeah. And then like Christine, like I have full, like chills. Full, <laughs> right I mean, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Like full listen circle. Listen to moment. it again, guys. Yeah, I know. We're so yeah, good. we're gonna listen to it. Yeah. And, and we'll then, take notes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then again with like the wine, she starts talking about the wineskins and how when you would make a new wineskin, it's out of, it's from like the skin of a dead animal, like a freshly killed animal. And how they like they do that because the skin is able to stretch. It's able to like um work with the like gases. Breathe almost. Yeah, yeah. With the yeah. with the gases that the wine produces mm -hmm. when it's fermenting. And if you try to put that new wine in an old wineskin, like the old wineskin has already been used. So it's already stretched. It's already worn. So it's going to crack. It's not going to be able to hold the gases of the new wine. So totally waste the new wine. But if you try to pour old wine into a new wineskin, that's like a waste of the new wineskin's mm -hmm. potential. Yeah. Because like it could have had the opportunity to grow and change. But no. Yeah. And produce sweet, good wine. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. And that makes me think of like seasons of life. And like she even said, like the old wineskins are still good wineskins and they have the good wine in them. Mm -hmm. But right. like right. it makes me wonder what things that are old that I'm trying to fill in this new wineskin because it's more comfortable and it won't stretch me or grow me. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. When I should be putting new things in the new wineskin and allowing that to like grow me and yeah. expand mm -hmm. me and like hold on to those old wineskins as well because those have the good wine that's ready. Yeah. But like we said earlier, like the new wine takes time. And so like she compared it to like, it takes time to build character. It takes time to build integrity um, or endurance or confidence. Like it's not going to happen right away. It's going to take yeah. time. Yeah. Yep. And then she opened up a whole new analogy with the wineskins <laughs> and was like another way you can think about like wineskins or another like picture we can paint with this is that like the animal is dead and we are like dead to ourselves, but alive in Christ. And like the wine is like Christ in us. And like, we can pour that yeah. out into each other. Yeah. And like these things that we've learned at passion, like it's mm -hmm. going to take a while because they're yeah. new to yeah. like seep in. And I think back to like Ben Stewart and like the roots, like it's going to take time for the roots to like yep. grow and develop yep. mm -hmm. before it can produce fruit and before it can be sweet wine that we can pour into others and just have that river of, what was it? River of living water. Yeah. And of our hearts. <laughs> and I just got so excited with all these like just ties into wine. Not like, not because <laughs> I love wine. I do. But, <laughs> but because like wine when it like brought in the context of Jesus, like he indulged in wine as like a celebration. Yeah. As like, I mean, the, a, yeah, it's yeah. like, it's representative of his blood. Like yeah. this is like, he could have chose water, mm -hmm. but he chose Had wine very yeah. specifically. And that was his first miracle, turning exactly. water into wine yep. for a wedding. Yeah. That was a celebration. And it was the best wine of the night. They saved the best for yeah. last. Yeah. And how at the Last Supper, he used wine again, yeah. like you were saying. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's just, 
That's amazing how many references to wine there are. And even the process of making wine. Yeah. Right. Like you have to be crushed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like a grape. Like a grape. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so like, tangled for anyone wondering. <laughs> but yeah, like we have to go through this crushing and pressing process yeah. to become this wonderful drink to be enjoyed yeah. and shared. Yeah. And remember and celebrate it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, cool. Mm -hmm. And then they closed with that song. In the pussy. Yeah. In the pussy. <laughs> New, New one. New one. <laughs> yeah. So good. So good. So that's what all the speakers covered. Um, yeah. I really hope you got something from that. And before we end this episode, we just wanted to go around the table and just talk about a couple of the moments that stood out to us at Passion and that really shaped us and that we will just carry on with us after this event. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There are so many things. And <laughs> I like the first thing that stands out to me the most was like when we were about to leave and we just kept seeing um, Agnes Day, which just says like, holy, holy, are you Lord God almighty? Worthy is the lamb. Mm -hmm. Worthy is the lamb. And we like, the band had stopped playing. And yeah. the entire stadium continued to sing those words on repeat for like 11 minutes. Yeah. Just without ceasing. And like, that was just, oh, it brought me to tears. Like, I did not want to leave that moment. I know. Yeah. It was just such a, a powerful moment. And I feel like that's just going to stick with me yeah, for I, mm -hmm. the rest of my life. Right. Like, the, I've never experienced anything like that before. And it was just like, I knew in that moment, like I literally, I'll never forget this. Like mm -hmm. I'll be telling people about this for the yeah. rest of my life. Like it's just something so powerful when you just hear the voices mm -hmm. like, and for, it didn't even feel like that long. No. It just felt like, like this is where I was supposed to be. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. I could just do this forever. Mm -hmm. And that it was just like such a glimpse of heaven. And I love that like this passion was called call on heaven. Mm -hmm. And I feel like we did that. Like we called, we yeah. did like, <laughs> and, and, heaven answered. and like, it's just so cool how like just everything came such like full circle. And like mm -hmm. we called on heaven and we just sat in it yeah. for like 20 minutes. And I was like so sad to leave I know because I didn't want to stop singing yeah and I was either. like wow I can't wait for heaven when I, I can just do this just all the time all the time yeah. non-stop yeah like I don't think I've ever looked forward to just constantly praising yeah. God yeah. but like it like that opened my uh, eyes yeah yeah on the car ride home from church uh Annika and I were talking about just how like passion this year has opened our eyes to like sitting in the moments that God is working and yeah. like paying attention to it and she described it as like a road sign on the side of the interstate and you like drive by it and you're like oh cool like it says god is working like i acknowledge that he is working yeah but we don't like pull over and like sit mm. there and like see mm. the, like the roadside attraction that's good. we like continue to drive by it yeah mm -hmm. and i mm. want to sit and see the roadside attraction more often <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> or the beautiful view whatever it is yeah. right it was a yeah. great reminder of just like yeah 
like you were saying, we were talking about this too. Like it's not our time. It's God's time. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. There was so much Sonder in that. So in Yeah. People. Yeah. There was, I, I always think to myself like about the word awesome and how we use it. So like frivolously in our worlds and when I think about what that actually means, like awesome, like just like awe. And like, I feel like the moments where, where I looked around and I just like recognized just the genuine, just like posture of worship that was just happening in all the people there. Yeah. And just like how awesome God is and just like seeing and like Sonder stuff too like connecting like you and 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 all of you here (laughs) like like you love Jesus and I love Jesus and we get to stand here together right now and we get to give him all of our praise together they all have unique experiences Mm -hmm. and their own lives and their own challenges and things but we're all here in this stadium together yeah and just like realizing how like Like it's not like God hasn't just worked in my life or just my friend's life and just like, and just like realizing like, I don't, I can't see these people that are like a hundred feet away. They're just blobs in the, in the distance, (laughs) but like God knows all of us and he, he has written not just our stories, but the rest of the 55,000 people that were there. And yeah, again, just like, it was just so powerful just sitting there and just like recognizing how truly like awesome it yeah. was. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have like so much that I could like, <laughs> this could be a whole other episode of us yeah. just like talking about what we take away from this and like our highlights and stuff. But for me, it was like, I'm usually like worship is like, not something that I prioritize or really think about a lot of times. Like I'll go to church and just like, I'll look forward to the teaching or even at passion. Like I was like, yeah, I'll just go to the bathroom, like during the, the worship. And like, I I like, I'm so excited for the teaching and like, that's fine. But like this taught me, like, I'm going to, trying not to cry again (laughs) but like the worship is just like it totally just broke down all those walls for me Mm -hmm. and like proud of you thanks Mm -hmm. but yeah like fully just like feeling the holy spirit and just like like we were saying like just hearing heaven like Mm -hmm. when so they started off the conference with like a big flashy, like Brandon Lake and was on stage singing praise praise and like hyping everyone up. And then they had this video and all the lights went down. There's no lights, no cameras, no video, no nothing. There was one light on, I don't even know who it was on guitar. It was on the main guy who sang Passion. The Passion music. Okay, yeah. That's what I figured. But it was just him with his guitar. The guy that laid. 
Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> we didn't even mention no, Louis. Like, I don't know. Know. So many memes <laughs> laid yeah. on the ground. Yeah. But I just think I was just so like from that moment, like the very beginning, it was like literally two minutes in <laughs> to the conference where they <laughs> shut down all the lights. It's mm -hmm. one light, one guitar, and we're just all singing like praise. Like yeah. we're yeah. just worshiping. And yeah. I, I, I was taught at passion, like worship is not about me at mm -hmm. all. Like not even in the slightest, yeah. like it doesn't matter if I like the song. It doesn't matter if I like how they sing the song. It doesn't matter who sings the song. Like it is about God and he is worthy of our worship. Mm -hmm. And that just like really hit me super hard. Now, along with the teachings, like obviously all the teachings were amazing, but like, I really feel like that was one of the things that hit me the hardest. And, um, me and Annika were talking about this too, just like how, cause we're both working at church and we're doing creative things at church and like, that's an act of worship for mm -hmm. us. Like getting to create art is an act of worship. And I think that that needs to just be a thing that more people talk about <laughs> yeah, yeah, and more people understand is that mm -hmm. like, you can do anything for God and have it be an act of worship yeah, to him. Yeah. Like, absolutely. Yeah. So I just, that was probably the biggest takeaway. Um, I think I had several takeaways as well. I think one of them was just reminding myself or being reminded of, I guess, just of childlike faith. I think that as young adults, we start to get our vision kind of clouded by all the responsibilities yeah. of life. And this just kind of like, took all of those away and was just like, let yourself like have childlike faith. And just like you said, Zach, like the simplicity in worship of like, yeah. this is purely for God. And like, it's incredible that God even allows us to be filled up by like a selfless outpouring of our praise to him. Yeah. It's crazy. Like that's yeah. really cool. Yeah. Um, and then also just like a prayer that like, no matter what I love, no matter what I desire, may I desire God more than that, mm -hmm. um, was really sweet. So, and I remember Christine Kane in the last message said something like, what happens after passion is completely contingent on like, which of us are willing to pay the price mm -hmm. to like do that. Mm -hmm. And so like just choosing to live in freedom and like proclaim freedom and like not let those thoughts live as thoughts, but like turn them into action and like hold one another accountable for that. I think was really sweet. And I think that we saw that in the last night that we were all together, we stopped yeah. in Lexington and were able to just like discuss what it was that we took away from the conference. And that was really beautiful. And we sat down and we prayed, um, on our knees and we thought it was like, I don't know. I felt like it was like eight minutes. Literally. Yeah. I, I thought it was maybe 10 minutes. Yeah. yeah. But like we got up and it had been 40 minutes and we we're yeah. like, Oh, like that was really cool that yeah. Yeah. we all just like sat in prayer. And we're just like so in the moment. Yeah. yeah. Like that was like when we were saying holy, 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 like in the stadium for like 20 minutes. Yeah. And when we were praying yeah, later like that night, minutes, like yeah. those were two moments where I've never felt anything like that before. Just Me like too. so present that yeah. you don't even 
like time is not even a thing. Yeah. Like that is just such a cool feeling. Mm -hmm. And like, I feel like it proves that like, that was like after passion. Like we were, we were just on our own. Like Mm -hmm. we were with our group. We were like debriefing and like, we still had like an an incredible moment of Mm -hmm. like getting on our hands and knees and praying for 40 minutes. And we didn't even know that it was that long. Yeah. Right. I like, had no memory of what I even said. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Just like in the moment, it's yeah. just like, like we can, that was like proof to me, even like I knew, but like, that was like tangible proof that like, once we are home and are away from passion, like those things can still happen. Yeah. Like yeah. God moved at passion and he's just as big and present anywhere else in the world. Yes. Yeah. He's just going to do something new. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> How cool. Kirsten, what were your takeaways? Um, Something that was sticking with me, there's a few things. Um, I think, okay, I'll start with this. Um, uh, JP's message talking about like truth and love and how they intertwine and all that got me thinking about like what things do I kind of just like let slide in my life or like, or even things like sometimes I feel like I tend to like perform for people and I just want to be the the version of them that they find best of myself. Like, um, and I feel like in JP's message, I feel like in how he was talking, because he also mentioned how like he's had a period of his life where his main focus was just like living for the world and like wanting approval of others, trying to get all the the cool cars, the cool houses, the cool clothes, be with all the the right people and so on. And he like found his confidence in a lot of these worldly things. And I think through that and also just through everything else that was happening, I just had this like this this realization that like who I am Like, like my, I I mean, obviously I know that my identity is in Christ because I made that decision, but I think it's so easy to let the enemy take me away from that and be convinced that like my identity is in other things. And I just feel like I just really, really felt that like my confidence and like how I perceive myself should really only be that I am in God's family and that everything else does not matter. Like it really does not matter. And like having those moments of like worshiping and like feeling these like glimpses of what heaven will be one day, just, and like having so much peace and comfort in that, just like, just like really helped my like core self just like really accept that like my confidence is in Christ and yeah. And it's also, that also, um, relates to, um, the song. I forget what song it's called. Do you know what it's called? The one that's like, you are my one thing. You, oh. it's like, yeah. Yeah. They sing it. They sing it. But like, <laughs> that's not helpful. They but. did sing it. Yeah. yeah. I can I think, confirm. <laughs> I forget what the song is called, but 
It's probably I, just called You Are My One Thing. Maybe. You are my, my one, one thing. thing. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I know Carrie Job sang it, but um, I remember after that, like turning to Zach and being like, Zach, <laughs> did you hear that song? Yeah. Like, Jesus, it's my one thing. Because, yeah. yeah. It was cool to like be with you in that moment because like the weeks leading up mm-hmm. and for like, I don't know. I This is like an ongoing struggle for you. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's like <laughs> trying to find your identity and like my place, your in the place. World. And, and <laughs> that yeah. was a really cool moment. Yeah. Cause like, I don't know. It's so easy to desire my place in the world. Yeah. But it's like, my place is not in the world. Yeah. My place is with Jesus. Yeah. You're my one thing. And <laughs> it was just very powerful. Yeah. And I just, I'm just so grateful that like everything worked together that this trip could happen because yeah. like, I'm like seeing how like God works in my life. And then just like this moment being here and like talking about it again. And like the moment we had after passion, yeah. just there's like, so much fruit coming from yeah. this. Like, yeah. It's just very beautiful. Yeah. 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 I also, I forgot about this, but one of my other highlights was my sister was there. I was yeah. going to say that too. And, um, Shout out to Zach's sister. Yeah. Brooke. <laughs> Brooke. Brooke. Um, I'm also going to try not to cry again because <laughs> this one I might actually, but like just seeing her there. <laughs> <laughs> I reach just to hold Zach's hand. <laughs> <laughs> uh, seeing her there and just like, just like fully worshiping and just like jumping and like praising and just like being so engaged was just awesome. Like seeing my little sister like doing that is just like, just so cool. Like it just like gave me so much joy and made my heart so happy. Mm-hmm. And like just knowing like, the things that she's gone through in the past couple of years and like who she is now mm-hmm. and like seeing her there and being able to worship with her. Like, yeah, it like, so I'm the youngest in my family, but now that we're married, I have three younger siblings. So like that, like un- seeing her worshiping the Lord unlocked like this new part of me, these like new emotions I've never felt yeah. to like feel so proud. <laughs> And so just like thrilled for like my younger sister. Yeah. And just like knowing that like that, yeah, I don't have to worry about her. Yeah. Like she's like taken care of. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was, it's very, it's very good. (laughs) That's so cool. I love it. Mm -hmm. Well, we hope that you guys have taken something from, all of these words that we've spoken um, over these past two episodes. We are so excited about all the things that are going to come from us being a passion. And yeah, we're just excited to put some action to these things that we've learned and experienced. And we hope that you will join us in putting action to these things. Uh, Yeah. Thanks for listening and tune in next time. Thanks for listening to Sonder Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure to follow us on Spotify and leave us a five-star review. You can find us on Instagram at Sonder Podcast with two T's. We love hearing from our listeners, so drop by and say hello. New episodes drop every other week on Fridays. Until then, 
take care and we look forward to walking through young adulting together.